Hey guys, welcome back to episode 8 of Rock Bottom Up Podcast. I'm joined once again by the beautiful Jennifer Kamikaze. You know, she's extremely interesting. This is the third time having her on the podcast. This episode and today we're going to talk about keeping up with the Kardashians. And the reason why we're doing that is because we want to share a bit about our own personal stories about um, trying not to conform to society's pressures of beauty. And, you know... At, in, in that world of beauty, the Kardashians are that kind of standard at the moment. So that's why we're calling it that. We're not doing it to slam them. We're not doing it to anything like that. Right, so Jen. So, you know, so in a few weeks' time, weeks, Jennifer's releasing a new song called Black Skin. And it's all about growing up and, you know, trying to be beautiful in a world that says dark, dark isn't beautiful. So, Jen, do you want to start off with your story? Okay, so beauty for me has always been around me. I grew up in Rwanda and um, and Rwandese people were just so proud of like, yeah, we're just so proud of like how we look and, you know, it, like Rwandese beauty has always been something I was surrounded with and just knowing and feeling beautiful and just hearing that you're beautiful because you're a Rwandan. Mm. And uh, then coming into a country that was like, no, you're not beautiful. No one dark-skinned is beautiful. Um, you're beautiful if you look Caucasian. Mm. The further away you are from looking Caucasian, the more ugly you are. And at first, it didn't really hit. But I think every single day, as you're living out this life as a female, like the more you're bombarded with these images of what you don't look like and what is esteemed as beautiful, and the representation of beauty in the media you just feel more and more like, oh, okay, it must be true. Mm-hmm. So we actually want to... Um, we know that you guys know this. We're not... We don't think that, you know, we're bringing up something brand new. But no. I do still think that it's it's important to, to share because maybe, like, look at me with my natural hair. That's not something I used to do. Um, I'm not wearing any makeup today just for the, <laughs> for the sake of... Because I can't be asked. But I feel comfortable enough to, to be in public with, with my face. People don't know this, but it got to the point when I was about 15 that I wouldn't, didn't even want to be in public because mm. I felt so hideous, basically. Yeah, so growing up in this society as a dark-skinned woman was not easy at all, and I'm sure um, it's not easy for anyone that doesn't fit the mould. Not just, when we say society, we mean, we mean everyone, don't we? So you could be walking around not feeling like you're adding to this, but you're things that you say or the way that you act or, you know, like even... uh, I don't want to accuse anyone, actually. It's not really about that. But just your ideology of how you speak around your kids Mm. or the... the, um, Or maybe not slamming anyone that might want to lighten their skin. But even that, you you might not understand, but that could send a message to your dark child where they're like, oh, mummy lightens her skin, so... You know, and if nothing is said, she's going to walk around thinking, okay, well, I should probably lighten my skin or something like that. I don't know. So yeah. when we don't say things, when we, uh, when we, well, I wouldn't well, date, I wouldn't date a black girl because this, you know, it's like, you don't know what those words are said, you know, how those words are impacting people. But 
Forget that. I don't want to accuse anyone of anything because I'm pretty sure I've said something ignorant as well. And we all, mate. Exactly. So ignorant, arrogant, you know. But yeah, but we just want to bring that up again because I feel like as a society, and I, I know we're not teaching you guys anything new that you've not heard before, it's like we're so aware already about how toxic... And how be- brainwashed we, we're being. But then yeah. we're, But that's how brainwashing works. You can be... Oh, you know, we're being brainwashed. Of course we are. Billboards, you know, social media. I should come off Instagram for a while. Mm. But do we do it? You know, no. do we have breaks from social media? Because I know, I'm, I'm, I know, I'm going to be honest, I'm scrolling through social media and I'm like, oh, that girl's pretty. That girl's not. Mm. But why is my brain telling me that? Because this is what society has told me. So we're, you know, we have those, um, we're, we've internalised this, this message from such a young age that we don't, that is why our brain thinks certain things. So we need to challenge ourselves. Yeah. So when did you get to a point of being comfortable? I think it was it was actually my faith that played a really big part of it and it was it was done in a really beautiful way because I started to work on myself spiritually, emotionally and look within myself and loving other people and it was through that that I then realized, "Oh, I forgot. I don't really care what I look like anymore." Yeah. Um and genuinely, as because I was a child, so I wasn't, you know, I was in school, I was doing all of these things, and it's only when I look back, like, at the age of maybe 18, 19, I was like, oh, by the way, I don't, I don't care anymore about, I care more about my, how I look on the inside, and all these amazing things that have happened to me and all of these experiences I've, I've had, um, that I value, I actually valued myself internally, before I valued, valued myself externally. Um, and once you actually, you know, work on yourself on the inside, you're more likely to love yourself on the outside. But if you try and do it the other way around, maybe trying to prove to people, girls, I'm beautiful and I'm proud, and, you know, it's cool. But do you love yourself inside? Do you love the person that you've become? Because it's not just about how you look. Then I just realised, all of this stuff is rubbish. And I actually detoxed from watching all of those stuff like um just i just detoxed from yeah. jennifer still at, has regular breaks of coming off social media and stuff well ever since tiktok that might not be a thing but i do try <laughs> <laughs> i or do instagram isn't it yeah 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 i, I think instagram's the main one because you have to look good yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and um there are a few images of me looking a little bit um shabby um on there but whatever yeah i know Okay, but um, but yeah, but we started when we were younger. That that period of time where you're kind of sensitive about, we we actually I think when we f- when we first became friends, I think beauty was quite a big topic between us. Um, well, no, not when we first became friends. That was when yeah. we were seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then over after the, uni. Yeah, after uni. Third year of uni. We started to kind of. When I started dating that guy. When I was dating that guy, I think I was like at my skinniest that I'd ever been. But I didn't see that. Everyone else saw it. You saw it. My friend Gifty saw it. Like, well, I thought every everyone saw it, but you two mentioned it. Like, Gifty was like, Rebecca, it's enough. It's enough now. Stop. Because um, I used to be squatting all the time. Because like, and that me and that guy, we used to like talk about. I think we used to watch Keeping Up the Kardashians because it, it was a it was a topic that we used to talk about, and um, he just. I yeah I needed a bigger butt. I needed a skinnier waist. I needed like perfect skin, um, so I would make sure I eat loads of almonds every day. I'd drink a certain amount of water, but it wasn't done at, in a healthy way. It was done because I needed to look a certain way, 
And I said something to Jennifer one day, and Jennifer just shouted at me, Rebecca, we don't need to be perfect! <laughs> oh, we can't be perfect or something. And I was like, oh, God. like, And I, I was just so caught up with how I wanted to look. Um, you know, I became a twig, actually. Became, uh, but I didn't see that um, yeah. at all. I thought I was big. I'd be like, oh, my belly. Which, if you see my belly now, you know, got some chub. But, um... <laughs> Rolls, <laughs> but then I I didn't have a roll, but I thought I had rolls. So it, it's a real thing. That's uh, you know it's a real thing. So that was just my journey, and I think you know now I can walk around. I don't I don't have like do nails. I put put a bit of lipstick on most of the time. I don't walk around without any makeup. Uh, with, I don't walk around with makeup. Um, I'm just comfortable. So I think now both of us are in a place of being comfortable. We just want to share that with other people because I know a lot of women and men struggle mm. with how they look and it's because of what we're bomba- bombarded with every day. Mm. Okay, so what are we on to? Um, yeah, like that point you touched upon with, with, with men and I... It's, it's sort of like... Now, maybe, I don't know, men are starting to see the pressure of of women and what we've had to go through <laughs> throughout generations <laughs> and generations of uh, being expected to be a woman, therefore you must have this, this, this and this, you know. And now, you know, people are going to the gym more, which is fantastic, like healthy living and all of that. Um, but I can imagine that for the people, for the guys, maybe your frame isn't, isn't like you know butch like you might feel a little bit insecure about that yeah um and so there's a lot of um healing that needs to happen um and i hope that 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 people will um will will get that but i think the key thing we wanted to talk about the main message is about beauty being like a social construct yeah and being brainwashed to think that this is what beauty is like and you guys know this um but i just want to pose a little question um what was it like to be what was the epitome of beauty about 20 or 15 to 20 years ago if you really think about it who who was you know maybe the most beautiful woman or uh, man during during that time that everybody looked up to, mm. you will find that it was you know it was it was like this kind of like really slim, really tall kind of yeah Caucasian. I, mean, I would have done well. Sorry, I would have done well in that era where you know that woman where she stood there and she kind of had a chubby belly and you know a statue. I would have done well in that era. Era. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. I look at that and I think, well, I wasn't talking about that era. No, but 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 for every era, for every culture, there's a different standard of beauty. So it's kind of like, what, we're living up to this one thing to be Kim Kardashian. Oh, it's mad. But yeah, about about 10 years ago, it was like the stick thin model. Stick thin, like, uh, you know, uh, shape is, is beautiful, but it's not the only shape. I'm I'm thin, but I actually used to be really ashamed of the fact that I had a big old bumper, a little bit of a bumper jumper. <laughs> and so I used to hide that. I used to wear big clothes to hide it. Now people are like, "Ooh, girl, I love your bum." Bubble butt. But <laughs> people say I got bubble butt. I'm oh, yeah, like, bubble butt, yeah, that's it. 
had a bubble butt. Yeah. You know, but now you're seeing it because... Because now it's beautiful. Because Kim, Kim Kardashian has yeah. it, you know. Um, but yeah, so beauty is what you, what, what society has, has made, made it. it to be. So what we need to do, and you, you don't have to be a part of this, is train your mind to think, oh, like, why do I think that? Someone's beautiful and someone's ugly. Exactly. You know? Because we all do it. <laughs> you know, whether we want to admit it or not. Yeah, like, guys, like, think about it this way. I'm sorry, but think about it this way. Once upon a time, people thought being slim was beautiful. When I say once upon a time, I mean, like, 15, 10 years ago. Well, America's next top model. I used to yeah. watch that growing up. Exactly. I used to walk and everything. Yeah. And I wanted to be like that. Yeah. And now we wanted our women to look like that, or oh, like a girl with that gap or whatever that thing was. Remember when the woman had the little gap in the middle of her thighs, which will never happen for me. But I just want to look like Serena Williams. That's, that's yeah. my, my goal in life. But. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, but now we want a girl that is thick. Yeah. So in ten years' time, then you will want a girl that is, I don't know, short. And then a girl that is tall, it's like... Muscly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going like, to change. Use your mind. Just love people because just appreciate diversity. You don't have to do this. Yes, you can be a... Um, I guess you can continue to be brainwash. <laughs> <laughs> or you can actually... Don't do it for yourself. Do it for the young people, please. Yeah. You might not care about the fact that there are some women, that dark-skinned women out there that are hurting because... People think they've portrayed them to be this aggressive, disgusting, ugly person and they're struggling with that and there's some women that are big and they're feeling uncomfortable because society's telling them that they've got, you know, their shape is not this. You might not care about them, but please, you're going to have kids one day. We want to create a society where our kids are allowed to actually look like themselves. Isn't it funny that we are... We have a society that is looking towards people, no offence to the Kim Kardashians, towards people that are changing themselves through plastic surgery. Makes no sense. Once upon a time, we used to actually um, esteem to look like these people, not not knowing they were contouring their faces. Mm. And now we're all contouring. And now the next wave is people adding bits and bobs to their bodies. And now we're all doing that. We're being sheep. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of you oh. go off to Turkey, you know. <laughs> no, it's true, man. I was thinking to do it to get rid of my chub. So I, even, I had those thoughts. I thought, oh, wouldn't it be so much easier just to go to Turkey and get rid of my belly? Like, I thought, Rebecca, get over it. Like, mm. But this is the thing. Because we, we read the Bible, right? There's a verse that says, be transformed by the renewing of your mm. minds. So it's like, you have to actually challenge your own mind. You have to challenge, you have to go against the current. Because there's a strong current mm. coming against us. We have to go against that daily in our own minds. Mm. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. And again, like, just to point this out, it's not, we're not attacking people that are lightening their skin. We're not attacking people that are feeling those feelings. Uh, but, you know, and, and therefore resulting in wanting to do plastic surgery or wanting to have a boob job, all of this yeah. stuff. But we're trying to get maybe to the people that are feeling those feelings first and catch you and say, hey, you are stunning the yeah. way you, you are. You are enough. You know, don't wake up in the morning for society because it will always change. Yeah. You know, 
we you can get comfortable about being a specific maybe you're the ideal epitome of beauty right now but what happens when that beauty fades um, and the standards change yeah yeah okay but anyway yeah that was the that was the thought thought yeah so we just wanted to make a short podcast video on beauty awesome. you're beautiful jen so are you thanks mate and my double chin <laughs>